0: Taco Tuesday. And we just had tacos. No, we did just have tacos. Yeah, it's yeah. Taco Tuesday, but uh this is the PHNX on double show. So welcome. Leave a like. Guys, I'm Anthony tocher He's Sean DePaz. The yeah, man. Yeah, you are. The myth the DePaz, if you will. Mm. Does
1: that work? Sure. Well, do you have I'll a nickname you. growing up? Um my my I'm like my family. Well. Aside from you know being called Sean. Yeah, my my Tino. Was my like my mom's nickname for me? My family's nickname for me. Um, never really in school. I went to a boys' school, so we just got called by my last name. I was the pause. and then I have a few. I've gotten a few here, but none of them have really stuck. Well, DP stuck from PD, but I'm not crazy about that nickname. But why not? I mean, I don't know. Most people don't think me when they hear the letters DP. DP. What do they think? Unless you look well, that. Oh, you on your got it. I don't want to. I feel like you could just let everybody know. I don't feel like I need to okay double play that's what it is okay
0: joe in the city in the city of compton i don't know why beforehand i didn't play california love yeah i don't know that was a miss on my part but it's fine outside of uh the tacos how's your
1: tuesday been man it's trucking along um i don't really know has anything happened today not like major no Nothing
0: crazy. You got. I mean, you got the All Star game tonight.
1: Yeah, it's a long day. Whatever day it is a long day. That's Back true. into Fortnite. I don't know if he's watching. Shout out Reza. We were getting some good uh, some games in Fortnite runs last night. That's about it. My okay. life kind of boring.
0: Okay. Well, that's fine. It, it, give it like four more days. It could get real exciting because you may have another Sun Devil. Uh, we might have the next commit for Kenny Dillingham in Arizona State. We're talking about Sire Gaines. Uh, his commitment is going to be on July fifteenth. We're going to get into his tape in just a little bit, but we've talked about is July
1: him. 15th. What, oh, is this Barbie and? Oh, you fucking asshole! It's What's my birthday.
0: Oh yeah, my bad. <laughs> 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 Sorry, man. Yeah, that's... that's Give me my that. birthday present. That's I, what I want. You want, I want Sire games? I want Sire games for my birthday. <laughs> There we go. There we go. Um, so he's dropped his top six as of a couple weeks ago. So we've got Arizona State, obviously, Washington State, Arizona, Washington, Boise State, and San Diego State. Sean, before we get too far into the weeds about Sire, just after seeing his top six, it's got to feel like
1: Arizona State, in theory, should be the favorite, right? Yeah, I mean, if you're just looking at it based on... I mean, like Washington is, those are some good schools, right? Like Arizona's obviously been getting some good players. Washington was a very good team last year. Washington State is a solid team. Like, but I think, yeah, I mean, you look at just the coaching staff, just the general excitement around ASU. Like if I was a young guy who was trying to make like a name from, or not even necessarily make a name for myself, but kind of make uh my, forge my own path, if you will. Yeah. I uh, I would choose ASU. Like I feel like a, ASU is... The, out of all these schools, ASU has the best chance of being a part of something exciting, I think. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean, there's plenty of reasons to go to some of these other schools, but I definitely think ASU has a solid case.
0: Yeah. I mean, ASU we've seen over the last handful of weeks has made some serious noise uh, in terms of getting recruits in the quote-unquote dog days of summer. It's been interesting to see what they've been able to do already surpassing um, two of the recruiting classes mm-hmm. in the Herm Edwards era, which is. I mean, phenomenal, again, considering early signing period is still a handful of months away. But getting back to to Cyrus specifically, this is a guy that plays pretty much everywhere on the field, right? At Orange Vista High School uh, in Paris, California, this is a guy that plays running back. He plays safety. He plays outside linebacker. You see him line up at receiver. You see him line up at H-back. He really does it all. Um, And I think that's what we've seen from some of the commits already. You look at a guy like Plas Johnson, who committed to ASU just a couple weeks ago. This is another kid that you you were able to see just how valuable he is to his team, mm-hmm. not just at one position, right? But he's able to provide something um, really across the board for his team. So I think we're seeing that Kenny Dillingham, Brian Carrington, Rashad Sample, some of these guys, um, in terms of just getting recruits and what they're looking for in players, is yes, you have to you have to fit a certain mm-hmm. mold, right? But they're not necessarily look looking, it looks like at least, for, okay, let's just go get the best running back. Yeah. Let's get a guy that can do
1: it all. Yeah, I, I definitely... And I think it's indicative to the kind of... Um, like... mentality they're looking in these players. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna... Like, whatever the team needs, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna help. Oh, you, like, you throw, have me kick if you need me to. Like, I'm gonna do it. Um. And I, like I, I definitely think, like, that is... Kind of the root of you just they clearly just not have no interest in selfish players. Yeah, um, they want someone who is going to understand what it means to be a sun devil and understand that that means being part of a team. Um, and that's—I think great. Obviously, you need talent too, but as far as kind of setting a culture for a program, I think that it is great that they have at least seemingly have kind of a, a clear idea of what kind of player they're trying to go after.
0: Yeah, you're trying to go after a guy that wins, right? Mm-hmm. That That is going to do anything that it takes um, to make sure his team gets it done. And I think the really cool thing, right, is you see some of these kids thrive, and when we throw on the tape here in just a little bit, you're gonna see that this kid is capable of really being a star at yeah. any of these positions that he's in. So if you're able to be a star outside linebacker, safety, running back, sometimes wide receiver for your high school, Imagine what you're able to do when you can sit back at a college that you are literally gonna have a position coach that is by far better than any of your high school coaches. That's gonna make you the best player possible, but you're gonna be able to do it without having to to do a million other roles. Mm -hmm. Right. You're gonna be able to go out and train to be the best running back at Arizona State. Or I'm gonna go train to be the best safety at Arizona State. Or in the case of Sire Gaines, it looks like ASU recruiting him as a linebacker. Like you're going to get the the necessary work and the tools to go out there and be great at one single position. But, and I think you see this a lot with defensive backs, right? Defensive backs at the high school level that sometimes play wide receiver and then go on uh, to to college is the best defensive backs in my mind are ones that used to play wide receiver. Mm. Why? Because you have the knowledge and you have the the experience of like, okay, this is what the wide receiver was yeah, looking for on his route, it. or you know the route tree. Uh, you you know exactly what they're doing when it turn, when it comes whoa when it turns into their breaks. Like you have just a good idea mm-hmm. uh, of the position, so I think that is going to benefit a guy like Sire Gaines, a guy like Plas Johnson.
1: Yeah. Um I mean, you clearly don't you don't play all over the field without having a good position of how the game or a good idea of how the game works. Yeah, right. So absolutely smart football player.
0: Let's go ahead and take a look uh, at Sire Gaines' tape here. We've got a few minutes this, of it. This off-rip is my favorite play. You've seen, I mean, look,
1: every and single one of these. Pl- see Get off me! <laughs> it's crazy that he managed to do that and stay in, in bounds. bounds, right? Yeah, I know. That was, that, that was Josh Allen-esque. Like, that's some, <laughs> he just said, uh, you, uh, nope, you're not tackling me today. Uh, okay,
0: here he is at running back, finds a crease, and he just goes. Dude, he's got some unbelievable vision and strength.
1: Yeah, the the, the strength, I think, to have the, the speed and quickness to play uh, like all over the field and also have the strength to do what we've seen already seen him do in these clips. And then he just lines up and wide. see oh, ya. Gosh. Like, not even a... And that's
0: more than just a great route. It's, again, understanding where the DB yeah. is in that specific spot. And, I
1: mean, and obviously, you know, it's... Not last year's team, not last year's scheme, but like... How is this a touchdown? Yeah, like, <laughs> like to have a guy that can clearly catch, come out of the backfield too. Yeah. Like if he, if he ends up playing any kind of running back or anything like that's... And I mean, also just from a like a, a, play, a defensive playmaking pr- perspective, like if you, you throw the ball in his area, there's a good chance he might come down with it. Yeah. So, no, um, absolutely. That's a good point. Like he clearly is... I mean, there's always kind of like the, the idea that you make... Guys are on the defensive side of the football because they can't catch, right? No, it doesn't necessarily seem like that's the case in this situation. Yeah. Um, So I mean, in any kind of plus hands, when you play defense, is going to put you above most defensive players as far as that's concerned.
0: And he's just like he runs so damn hard. Again, the, this is my favorite one. The, the vision on this one is yeah. is ridiculous to absolutely be able to make this work. Um, Glenna Chaz running back. He'll know what. Gap well, the that's the what I was just about here. to say
1: off of that clip too, right? Like you see the kind of vision he knows where the holes are. And I mean, that's not necessarily going to change because on the other side of the football, like he's gonna he's gonna have a good idea, like you were saying, of where whether it's a receiver or a ball carrier or whatever. They're gonna he's gonna have a good idea of where they're gonna want to go with the ball. Yeah. Um, and. That is, a dude, don't let this motherfucker pick you off because now you have a bunch of offensive players trying to tackle him. Good luck.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, he's the, gonna the embarrass vision you. on this is ridiculous. Like, strength.
1: Pick six incoming. Like He's going to have at least one pick six in his career here.
0: This one's not even really a highlight for him. The quarterback makes a phenomenal throw here, dumb, phenomenal yeah. read to throw that. Yeah, Sire Gaines, again, this is a kid, running back, linebacker, safety, wide receiver, whatever he ends up playing at Arizona State. You figure he is going to elevate yeah. that position group. He's a playmaker. Um, like, this is a guy six foot, a buck 93. Again, Athlete. he's still got one more year at the high school level. And I, I think I said this last week with with either Chris Johnson um, or one of the other players that committed, right? Like, when you get a guy that is six foot, a buck 90, mm-hmm. he's still got one more year at the high school level. He's got a whole nother season of experience on that field and of a high school weight room. Yeah. Okay. Then guess what? Then he gets an entire spring to learn, to grow. And then he's got an entire summer in the ASU weight room. Mm-hmm. Like this is a guy at six foot, a buck 93. I would not be shocked when he sets foot at Sun Devil Stadium game one for the first time in his career. If he does choose to be a Sun Devil, like wouldn't be shocked if this was a guy at six one. 210, 215.
1: Oh, yeah, me either. I think, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, you see the kind of stuff, the strength he has at this size already, and you just think about how much he can grow on that. Like, yeah, he has the potential to be, I mean, it's hard to project in terms of being like an absolute playmaker, but he's going to be, he's going to be a guy that if you're a running back, you're not trying to get hit by. Say that. Like, he's going to, he's going to leave a mark um, if he gets an opportunity to play. So, that's really good. Glenn kind of... I, I referred to him as Chip him earlier, saying Ohio State doesn't want him to... Hopefully, Ohio State doesn't want him to play running back. Hopefully. Maybe we'll let it. Although, you, you kind of mentioned I'd it. I'd like, to see it, man. Like, and I wonder what would have happened with, with Chip, too. But like, Kenny seems like the kind of guy where he's like, if you really are, want to play both sides of the ball and you're good enough to contribute more than the guys that are playing this position, like, he would let you. And obviously, that's kind of just speculation. But um, maybe, maybe we will get to see this guy on both sides of the ball again this is this
0: is a three-star guy who a a three we'll call him a three star swiss army knife uh because he really can do it all for whoever he ends up going to the prediction is that he does land at arizona state um again that commitment is going to come down july 15th he is choosing between arizona state washington state uh washington arizona boise state and san diego state again i'm going to go out on a limb and say that he's a sun devil by the end of the week uh, I think that makes makes the most sense. Now, if you would have thrown in some, some bigger Big 12 schools, maybe, then it's a little bit more of a conversation, at least in my mind. What what are we cheering for? The
1: Diamondbacks just drafted Wyatt Crenshaw. Wow. I know we're going to talk about baseball in a little bit. Diamondbacks <laughs> got an ASU kid, baby. There you go. I mean, there it you was go. the 565th pick of the draft, so don't hold your breath. But hell yeah.
0: Oh, man. Trying to interrupt, but... Well, no, we'll get into it. We'll get into it.
1: Um, but, yeah, I think in, in reality,
0: again, I would say that the only threat to Arizona State is San Diego State here, in my mind. Uh, again, you get the idea of a kid being able to stay home in California mm-hmm. uh, and, and do something. I think we saw it with Elijah Rushing. You had brought it up um, a little bit earlier in this show, right? Like, Arizona's making a little bit of noise. I'll be real. U of A doesn't get Elijah Rushing if this kid's
1: not from Tucson. Oh, not a shot. So...
0: Jed Fish, we love you. Well, yeah, we love you on this program because you're a friend of the program. Well, yeah. Um, I
1: mean, I've said that. He's a good player. And it's obviously like, go off and brag if you're a U of A fan. But like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm not shaking in my boots. If
0: he's yet. from Texas, he's not
1: going to play at U of A. Probably not. Yeah. That's why I'm not, I'm not really shaking in my boots. Yeah, honestly, if he's from Texas, he make him come to play here. <laughs> yeah. At this point. At this but, point. But um, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's a great get for them. And that's not a get they get under Kevin Sumlin. That's for damn sure. But, um, just relax. Just yeah, get get a few and then we'll talk. Well, yeah.
0: So July fifteenth, guys, stay locked in because that's when his commitment. Uh, is going to be announced July 15th, your birthday. I mm-hmm. imagine you're going to be locked in on your couch, of course, getting ready to hear about his commitment while also maybe partaking in some OGs.
1: Of course. Um, if you don't think I'm going to be off the OGs on my birthday, you do not know me. OGs, man. It is, they got the best scratch made gummies, not just
0: in Arizona, but if you took these to the moon, if you took them to anywhere really the they'd be system. the best there they'd be the best there um i say it a lot in terms of just getting the chance to like it's tough for me to sleep sometimes mm-hmm. melatonin doesn't really work because i'll wake up at like three o'clock in the morning i'll be super groggy yep. and then it makes it tough for like the rest of the day og's doesn't do that uh it's a perfect perfect balance of just the right high and, and something that's going to keep you level-headed pretty a much the entire balance time. If you will. It's a happy balance, Mm. if you will. And they've got phenomenal flavors. My personal favorite right now, the pink lemonade. Uh, But really, all the flavors are great. The watermelon, the red apple, the peach.
1: Mm. Um, The orange creamsicle is another Mm. fan favorite, guys. I didn't go back. It's been a while since I've had the orange creamsicles. I've been trying all these new flavors. Like, I've kind of forgotten where I've come from. Sometimes you just go back and you're just just like, damn. Sometimes
0: you just got to go home. I'm coming home. Guys, home. OGs, that doesn't miss when it comes to flavor I'm and effects. So get I'm your pink home. lemonade gummies while you can. Check out OGs online at ogsbrands.com and on Instagram at ogsbrands. You can also find their products at your local dispo. You do got to be 21 years or older, though, to purchase.
1: You also got to be 21 years or older to enjoy our friends over at 4 Peaks. Well, if you're drinking the beer, you you can be any age to enjoy the great food that they have over at the 8th Street Pub. 4Piece, the official beer of PHN. It's the official beer of the Arizona Diamondbacks. the official beer of that. Of I mean, see, it's, it's the unofficial official beer of De Paz, too. I'm not getting... You have your own beer? Well, that's why I said unofficial. I'm not directly being paid by them, but like kind of them. So like, okay. officially, okay. they're the official beer of Sean Paz. And they should be the unofficial official beer of you as well because uh, they're the best beer in the state, in the region. Um... It would be also similar to OGs. It would be the best beer on the moon if it if it got there. It doesn't, sadly, but that's not our problem. Dude, let's go to the moon and
0: get high and drink.
1: Dude, I don't think I could handle that.
0: You don't think so? Being in an outer space If we were just chilling on the moon with like a pink lemonade OGs and a wow from Four Peaks, you don't. We're just sitting there in some lawn chairs or space helmet. In
1: theory, it sounds amazing. First off, I'm a little worried about the how does how do we drink in the with the helmet on? How are we doing that? Second. I don't know. We know OGs. OGs, four peaks. They're piece. good, but they, you take one of them things on the moon, I'm what, gonna be are you gonna going aliens? to the moon? I'm gonna be like, seeing aliens. I'm going to be seeing aliens. I'm going to be going to Jupiter.
0: You might be seeing aliens anyways.
1: That's uh, true. Um, I don't think you'll see any aliens at the Eighth Street or Four Peaks, Eighth Street pub, um, but you only know if you go. Um, so check them out. And if you're a teacher, check them out uh, every Tuesday, Teacher Tuesday. Bring a valid teacher ID. You get $4 pints of Kilt Lifter. Wow. Hazy. Hopknot. They're the best. Teachers are the best. Four Peaks are the best. Verbal meme. Teachers. Four Peaks. Handshake. Being the Spider-Man best. Spider-Man meme. Being the best. Well, yes. That too. You are me. I am you. I am you. Uh, check out Four Peaks. Like I said, you must be 21 years or older to enjoy. You must enjoy responsibly. Check them out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. Absolutely.
0: All right. Moving on from ASU football and sire games uh, to Arizona State baseball. Mm.
1: You brought it mm-hmm. up, but Wyatt mm-hmm. Crenshaw, mm-hmm. he is a... Uh, he's a D-back, baby. Yeah, he's drafted what? 565th. That's too many rounds. The baseball is done. Why do
0: they have so many damn rounds?
1: I don't know. Because of the farm system? like Yeah, it, I mean, yeah, that's the actual question. Yeah. I mean, there's so many people playing the sport. You can draft out of high school, too. So, yeah, they're, 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 that is why. Like, they just need to fill out seven rosters, basically, yeah. worth of baseball teams. Yeah. Um, and I mean, when you get to these later rounds, not all like a lot of these kids might not all sign. Um, especially some of these college kids, like if they think they have a chance to, if they're younger and they have a chance of raising their draft stock. Uh, there's a chance they don't get signed. They don't sign. Um, but we'll see. I think that's that's awesome, what happened though. with Ethan Long last year. I believe so. He's been so. uh, he drafted in the time. So we'll see. But I mean, it is awesome just in theory to see so many names get called in the MLB draft. Yeah. For how dope do you think it is
0: for this kid to be an Arizona kid to play at Arizona state and then to
1: get drafted oh, by the Arizona, it's awesome. and especially if you're, if you're someone that pays attention to the D backs, like especially um, prior to this year, like that was why Joe, Josh Rojas was so awesome. He mm-hmm. was an Arizona kid, a, a Phoenix kid who ended up playing for the D backs, like being that hometown kid, especially for a team like this, you know, is not necessarily as popular nationally. Like it, it means a little more locally. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that has got to be a cool feeling to be like, this. I was playing in this team's backyard, and they think I'm good enough to be a member of their organization. Like, that, that has to be an awesome feeling. Yeah, I can't even imagine this kid. Like, again,
0: it is like, you are in round 19, overall pick 565, yeah. but I don't think it matters, right? At the end of the day, like, for him to, to hear his name called by...
1: Yeah. A of that right? Race. Yeah, 100%. Like, it, it's, it, it, I think, would probably put a little bit of a pep in my step if I was him. Oh, even absolutely. if I don't, even if I have no intention in signing and whatever, even if it is the 19th round, like, it was, you got to hear a Major League Baseball team say your name on draft day. Yeah. That is awesome.
0: Yeah. I can't, I mean, literally, I cannot even imagine
1: Dude, the feeling. I still, there's a small part of me that thinks like one day I'm going to wake up and be a, a world a class athlete, athlete and get drafted. Like, what makes you think that? I don't know, man. I'm delusional. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know if you're delusional. You just have dreams, man. You yeah, Big dreams. dreams. Unachievable dreams. It's okay. So okay. no one says they're unachievable. You still have eligibility, right? You could can... That's true. You're only 24.
1: I think I there was a I real talk. I almost considered, and I it's crazy to think how differently my life would be if I did this. Um, or how different my life would be. Going out of high school, obviously I went to Syracuse, but I considered going to the Savannah College of Art and Design to for fashion. Uh, design and if I did they did have a baseball team and I was like there's no way that I can't make the baseball team at a fucking fashion school an art and design school I'd be low-key funny as hell if you didn't though yeah I probably wouldn't have because you know I suck but um I very much considered going to an art school for fashion and to play baseball um but it obviously didn't happen but now you're here yeah
0: and talking about Arizona State it worked out there you go. There you go. Yeah, so Wyatt Crenshaw getting drafted by the D-backs just a little bit ago. Uh, not the only Arizona State player to hear his name not called close. over the MLB draft. A couple more. Uh, catcher Ralphie Velasquez, 23rd overall by the Guardians. He's an ASU signee. Um, you've got Luke Kieschel, who we talked about the other day, drafted 49th by the Minnesota Twins. And he's not the only son that got drafted by the Twins. Left-handed pitcher Ross Dunn went 297th overall to the Minnesota Twins. Then you've got right-handed pitcher Christian Curtis, who went 347th overall by the Pittsburgh Pirates. And then left-handed pitcher Timmy Manning Manning going 360th overall by the San Francisco Giants. I want to specifically talk about the three pitchers that just went Mm -hmm. um, over the last couple of days because the really interesting thing, and we talked about it last year, is none of those guys were on Arizona State's roster last year yeah right or at least getting to the season they all transferred to arizona state so the really cool thing is four of those guys that have gotten drafted were kids that weren't here before right because we talked about luke keishel being a transfer too yeah it is so awesome i feel like because if you're one of those kids i feel like you have your conversation with willie and clearly it's this is probably one of like these kids want to play professional baseball right of like if i'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, Willie, like realistically, why why should I why should I be a Sun Devil, mm-hmm. right? My dream, I want to play professional baseball. Willie, a guy who's done that, like I feel like he can at this point look you in the eyes and be like, guess what? Look what just about every other transfer that has come to Arizona State has been able to say, yeah. and that's that they have accomplished part of their dream by being drafted in the MLB draft.
1: Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, it is... Especially when you're transferring, like, that's a lot of times why guys are transferring. They're trying to get to a position to help them get to the league, right? Um, and so to, to have on paper, like, we do that and we can do that, I think, is is super good. And also, like, you're playing in Phoenix, Arizona. It's, like, one of the baseball capitals of the world. There's probably, there's hella baseball, like, scouts and, and just people related to the league out here so always um there's someone there's always someone watching out here especially with how uh, prestigious asu baseball is as a program how gcu and u of a are also great baseball programs so just the state in general like this is a spot yeah. to come and find good baseball players um and so uh, it's it's definitely good that 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 which that has always been the case in theory, but it's cool to see that actually come to fruition with so many guys hearing their name called the MLB draft.
0: Yeah, and we, we've talked about the transfers. We talked about the other day with Luke Kieschel, but you literally look at this list. They have it at every level. Yep. They've got the transfers in Keishel, Dunn, Curtis, Manning, who came to Arizona State. Mm-hmm. They got drafted. They got a guy like Wyatt Crenshaw, who was born in the Valley, played for Arizona State. And then, ironically enough, hearing his name called by the local team, the Diamondbacks, and they've even done it with an ASU signee yeah. getting drafted 23rd. The is getting
1: backs. drafted always kind of sucks, though, because they're yeah. probably never going to be a Sun Devil, But uh, Still, at every level. Everything needs to be like hockey. Why can't kids get drafted and then still go to college?
0: Because baseball doesn't want to be fun anymore.
1: Well, but that's every sport. Baseball, basketball, hockey is the only way that works like that. Like You can get drafted... And as you I mean, they do a college Which, and still get to play college. Do you think
0: hockey has the best, like, format from draft to, to league? It's tough because the leagues are so different.
1: Like, the M, the MLB, ML, or football and then basketball, I don't think need to be any different because most of, the, especially early on, like in the first round, those kids are, they don't need development. Like, everyone, there is no development. They're just going to the league. Well, I would argue the first, from the NFL, you
0: have got usually the first two rounds. If you are a first or second round pick, Usually, if you're a first round pick, depending on where you get drafted, you are the expectation is you'll be a starter. Yeah. Depending on where you get drafted, you're supposed to be a star. Yeah. Even the second round, you'll see guys mm-hmm. start from time to time. NBA, I feel like it's a little bit different. Usually, picks one through ten, you're either a a, a B, people are expecting you to be a star or a role player. Yeah. Anything after that is like okay, maybe this guy will like pan out, turn into something, or you'll never
1: hear his name ever again. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I kind of like. I think it would be good for basketball if they No, because the thing about football and basketball is I think there's so much like your window for being good is so short and it happens earlier in your career. So to spend so many years in developmental programs, like like if you were to if you were to draft somebody after their first year of, of college, but then they spent three more years in college and then you're not getting them until they're twenty two, well then you've just lost three years or like four years of LeBron James and, and of of Whoever, like four years into John Morant's career, if John Morant plays four years in college, that's four years where something potentially goes very wrong, yeah. and then you don't get that in the NBA. Um, which obviously is true for any sport, but I just think I don't know. Those two sports in general are John ja so didn't different. even have to like. Yeah, true. John ja made it go wrong by himself. <laughs> It's a funny you use that yeah, example. No, I know. But like I was just I use an example because of how explosive his game is. Like you waste yeah. some of that explosiveness in the league. Whereas something like like baseball and hockey, like those you need so much more time to get to a professional level. Um that like it needs more development. But so I wish baseball would let you spend more time in college as opposed to playing in the minors. I don't know. It's also different because like Baseball is the only league that has a built-in developmental system yeah. the way it does. NHL everything is separate, right? So you are you're letting them, like it's not like they're you're drafting them to come into. I mean, there's the AHL, but it's not like a full-blown developmental league like there it is in baseball. Whereas baseball, like anything they get in in college, developmental-wise, they're getting better competition in yeah. in the NHL or in minors. That doesn't that doesn't exist in the other leagues. So it's obviously all different, but I just. I just wish kids got to go to college. Yeah, that's really it. I mean, but like, like step into their shoes. Would you, if you're,
0: let's say you're Ralphie, right? You could draft to 23rd overall by the the Guardians, mm-hmm. and you have that option, or your option is to go play baseball at Arizona State. You're gonna, you're gonna choose the Guardians. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I don't think, I don't think if, if I'm him, obviously you miss out on the college experience. Yeah. But let's be real; these kids aren't having a normal college experience, anyways. No. Like you are. I feel like if I'm in that scenario. I am, and maybe this is just me, I'm like, okay, I get to bypass
1: this. Yeah, right? I mean, it, it is obviously, especially when you're getting drafted in the first round. Like, like I get to collect goal, or I get a pass go and collect whoever. Yeah, like, you're obviously, they did draft you in the first round because you were a high-level talent. Yeah. And you can play in minor league baseball off-rep, right? So, like, it is definitely, yeah, I mean, that's not even, you signed to a college at that point more as a formality and as a blackout plan as opposed to, because uh, you probably did it during your junior year, so you spend another year in high school. It's like okay, you're all of a sudden the top prospect. You, college is really not in the picture. You're a signee, but it's not like that's really a choice. Like you got drafted 25th overall. You're not leaving a few million dollars on the table. It's a lot different when you're getting drafted in these double-digit rounds because there's not really any money on the table there for you. Yeah, uh, you have you, you're much better served going back to college and trying to raise your draft stock. Um, but at the beginning of those, those rounds, yeah, I mean there was never even a question that this kid was gonna he was gonna go pro. Yeah. Before we get to our last topic of the day, I want to tell you guys a little
0: bit about Burrito Express. We tell you about it every single day. And you know why we tell them about it, Sean? Because we love it. Because it's, Cause cause it's burritos so in the moon. damn good. Mm-hmm. Jalen Conyers was there today with a couple of teammates. Damn. I know Coben, uh, Coben Berguet was there as well. And they love Burrito Express yeah. because it's, it's money. Guys, we money. tell you about it. And Leah has done this crazy thing where she, I feel like at a certain point, steak and salsa wasn't a popular decision and it is now a popular decision in the office for steak and salsa to always be on the menu and it's so damn good you go there you get a steak and salsa a steak and egg whatever Sean said it this morning throw some bacon in it and it is gonna hit they got locations all over the valley and they got NIL deals with a couple ASU athletes, Elijah Badger, Jalen Conyers. So anytime you go to Burrito Express, you're supporting Arizona State athletes as well. So go check them out and give them a follow on social media, at Burrito EXP.
1: And then, while you're there, while, maybe waiting while you're for waiting burrito, for you, burrito, yeah. open up the BetMGM app, yep. play some bets, swing for the fences for maybe, the fences, yeah. get some free bets maybe, um, because our friends over at BetMGM, best sportsbook on the planet, um... They're just in the business of kind of giving away money sometimes. Um, And when you log on to the app now, you can play the free BetMGM uh, Swing for the Fences game. All you do, you find the promotion, you get a little four little boxes, you choose one, you either pop out, single, double, triple, home run. Depending on what you get, you get some kind of free bet. Profit boost, what have you. Uh, Because like I said, they're kind people just in the business of handing out money. Um, But the prize must be used in MLB and it expires in 24 hours. So when you get it, use it fast. Um, And if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code PHNX. Uh, There's a few offers, a few different depend... Wow. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus codes or bonus bets. If you lose with BetMGM... Uh, Again, make sure to use bonus code PHNX. You can check our show notes for more details. And now, listen to the man, the myth, the legend, Shane Diebenbach. Talk about the disclaimer.
0: Michigan. Again. We got Chris Johnson the second in the oh, chat. Yeah. Going to be hopping on with him for an interview here uh, after the show. We'll have that for you guys on tomorrow's show. So definitely be on the lookout for that. Sean, before we get out of here, it's been the talk of the sports world all day. Oh, yeah, baby. I'm juiced. Tyson Fury and Francis Ngannou are going to fight in Saudi Arabia Ooh, woo, on woo.
1: October twenty. 20- Eighth. What do you think, man? I mean, I can't. I mean, we've talked about this uh, length off air. It's bullshit that it's not in an octagon. I understand why Tyson would never do that, but it's. He's sucks. scared, though. He's scared. Oh, yeah. I would be scared, too. Like, I don't think he would even lie about that. Like, that's not what he does. He's a boxer. He'd lie about it. Uh, There's no way Tyson Fury's like, yeah, I'm scared to fight. Well, he Francis wouldn't say Ngann. he's scared, but like, I think he would acknowledge that Tyson or that Nganu's had a little more experience on the ground. But I mean, it's awesome. These are two of the most terrifying large men on the planet. Uh, Francis Ngani is genuinely. Like, I think there. I don't think. I don't think there's a single human on the planet that I would want to fight less than Francis Ngannou, and I mean that genuinely. John Jones. You would rather, if it came down, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. who would you rather fight, Francis Ngannou or John Jones? I mean, okay, if we're being real, at that point it doesn't fucking matter. All, but all I'll say is that okay, you got to You don't got to fight him. You got to survive a minute in the octagon. Oh, I'm choosing Jones in that situation because I, I think there's a chance that Jones just kind of fucks around. Like, cause Jones, Jones Jones is kind of a <laughs> he like more, lets you he's a little more casual about it like he he knows when he has fights under control and he just will kind of play with his food Francis and was a, is a sort of is a killer like he is the most he he's m- scarier just physically than John Jones, Like, John Jones, now at heavyweight, has got a little bit of a belly. He's got, like, his big beard. He doesn't look necessarily that terrifying. I mean, he does. I'm obviously saying this all in the context of the UFC, w- w- comparing him to other yeah. trained killers. But, like... Yeah, he's a killer. Well, so... Uh, they're Jones. all killers. <laughs> I mean, I'm, saying, I'm saying this in the same way that I say professional athletes are bad. They're bad in the context of being a professional athlete. Yeah. Uh, Francis Ngannou has got one of the strongest punches I've ever seen. It's terrifying. He's a terrifyingly large man. I do not want any... Like, yeah, they, they, maybe not fight, but there was definitely not a man on the planet I would I would less want to take a punch from. That's fair. That's for damn sure. I feel like
0: if I don't think it'll ever happen, it's it, it'll go down in history as the like the LeBron Jordan like what if these yeah. two could have played one one on one? I think you have that opportunity with Francis Ngannou and John Jones of like okay, like they're both still fighting why can't like financially it'll yeah. never work out
1: oh uh, no it's <sighs> Daniel white has robbed us of so many good fights who is the leverage do you think in what regard in, like if it
0: if if it didn't matter where they were fighting or under who who is the leverage of these fighters is it john jones
1: versus ngannou yeah uh yeah john jones is is like he's kind of the face of uh, especially with I mean, it's it's tough because these fighters are such prima donnas that they always like to say that anyone's the face of the UFC because it was it, it, for the last ten years or whatever, or not maybe not ten years, but it's been John Jones and and Conor McGregor and I mean a little before that Ronda Rousey, right? But like Conor McGregor broke his fucking leg, he yeah. hasn't fought in a while, and even before that he was always in trouble. John Jones is always in trouble, so it's like it's hard to say that anyone's the face of the UFC. But I mean, John Jones is Adesanya yeah uh he the f- the problem with him though is that his weight class just kind of sucks so like, he doesn't have any competition down there although he did lose to Pereira, i guess but um like the the best john yeah i think i saw i saw a clip on that of if izzy were to ever go up if if the if john jones and that, izzy, is the, that is the fight i want to see yeah, if john if, jones, if jones would kill him yeah, oh yeah it wouldn't even be a question john jones would john jones is the best fighter of all time it's just a, it's just he's a bad person and and, and like, cheated Izzy would make it out of a round, I don't think. The only reason I think they might is for the same reason I was just talking about. Like, he'll play with his food. Well, not only that, but naturally, like Izzy's kind of a boring fighter. He's a great fighter, but he's a counter striker. Like yeah. he kind of just sits back and lets people make mistakes. And Jones can be the same way too sometimes. So I think you might get a fight similar to the the uh, Izzy yoel Romero fight where they kind of just stood there and looked at each other for five rounds. <laughs> it sucked, um, but. Who knows? I'm more interested in the in the Elon Musk Zuck fight.
0: Really, you're more interested in that than than Fury and
1: I mean, kind of like it would be because I mean we were talking about earlier. Uh, a picture came out today of 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 Mark Zuckerberg who is jacked like abs dog in like in shape, training with Volkanovski, who literally just won a cha- or just won a championship two days ago. Um, Musk would go? get his ass beat. Oh, I wouldn't even be close. And and Israel, Anasanya. it was it was it was Zuck training with Izzy and Volk. To, uh, probably the two best fighters on the planet right now. Like also, Volk is the best power power fighter in the UFC right now. Zuckerberg
0: is 39. Elon is 52. Like, it,
1: hey, <laughs> pride, is a pride is a devil. Pride is a devil. If you think if you think you got to like that Elon go, get your ass kicked. I don't care. you are so fine. I literally don't care. It's not like he's gonna die. So. Fucking go get your ass kicked. You're a piece of shit. I don't care. You're a billionaire. That'd be crazy if Zuck did him like Rocky IV and just fucking no. him like Apollo Creed. Apollo Creek. Can no. you imagine, dude?
0: No. That would, that would be the craziest headline oh. the world's ever seen. Yes. I don't like... Okay.
1: I'm not going to talk about... like I don't obviously want Elon Musk to die even if he's <laughs> a bad person, but like... This clip's not going on Twitter. No, but I mean... <laughs> yeah, in terms of just pure crazy... Head- like... It, it, it's got the same energy as Britney Spears slapped by Victor Webb and Yama Security. But times like, 10. What the shit? Yeah, but times ten, exactly. Like it that would be the craziest headline of genuinely of all time. <laughs> <laughs> social media mogul kills social media mogul in, in unsanctioned MMA match.
0: Oh my gosh. Oh.
1: Jesus. Well, there's no great transition, but illegal <laughs> pizza, guys. Woo! We had it for lunch
0: today. Uh on Taco Tuesday. We had some tacos. Sean. Were
1: they? they were amazing. Uh it's so good that it turned Leah basically into Michaela Perkins. She's like I need to get my second plate ready so there's enough queso for me. It was unreal, but uh no, illegal pizza is amazing. Um steak is good. Steak is phenomenal. The chicken, chicken is, is phenomenal. The guac, the queso, the I can't cheese. have the queso. The cheese is good, but it's it's so illegal good. Pizza just goes crazy. The chips, man. The pico. The pico? Yeah, Leah literally walked saying. in here before she's <laughs> like, I eat pico with I eat the pico with a spoon. It's all That's great. True. She's it's not weird. weird. Over at Illegal Pizza, she doesn't guys. eat on pop cor- popcorn kernels. Nope. She doesn't do that. Not weird that is at all. crazy. It is the weird. It is. That. It is genuinely one of the single weirdest food habits I think I've ever seen. Ever. End sentence. That's crazy, guys. It's Taco Tuesday, so they've got two dollar tacos all day every
0: Tuesday over at Illegal Pizza. You guys can enjoy your favorite chicken, pork, and veggie tacos for just two. And yesterday was Margarita Monday, so they've still got some great margs. But next Monday, make sure you check it out because on Margarita Mondays, they got $3 margs all day every Monday. And, you know, nothing brightens up that Monday mood more than soaking up the sun with a few margs. Guys, Illegal Pete's, get it in you. Get it in you.
1: Um, oh, God, I love it. I'm going I'm to go get more tacos. I Oh, I'm here all night. <laughs> I didn't know that we were doing getting it until this morning, so... All Texas, right? All Texas, all all time comment. Here's my illegal pizza review after my first experience. It makes Qdoba and Chipotle. It's bitch. Ten out of ten. I love that. Um, Don't get mad at me, Max. I didn't. Big comments. But yeah, no, I'm. I didn't realize we were doing it today. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to go get dinner tonight. Nope. (sighs) No. Two meals, Legal Pete's. Legal Pete's. I like it because the best is you could. The best part about Mexican food and catering stuff like this is you could make like multiple meals because like a lot of Mexican food is a lot of just the same stuff in yeah. different forms, right? So like I'll get into tacos and then later I'll make nachos. <laughs> Feel like I'm eating two different things, but I'm not. <laughs> but I'm not. But I'm not. Um, so yeah, shout out our friends over at Legal Pete's. Also shout out our friends over at Foco. You see yes. all this dope stuff around us. Most of it's from Foco. Um, they're the best. They're the leading manufacturer of sports entertainment merchandise. Um, they got clothes, toys, collectibles. I mean, I built, I'm not going to reach over and grab it, but I built a little Lego. Shirts, hats, polo, uh, bags. They got it all. I built a little logo, uh, Diamondbacks, Lego Diamondbacks logo, um, which we got from Foco. They got a bunch of dope stuff. Um, they got our back. They got yours too. Uh, Foco is the best. Get the best gear around by visiting www.foco.com and using code PHNX for all non pre items. Use the code PHNX and get 10% off shout out our friends over at foco shout out foco everywhere shout out everybody in the chat guys yeah. hit that
0: like button leave a five-star review if you're listening on audio you want to say the thing oh uh, leave, leave
1: a four-star f- review i'm inclined to believe you are a hater and that's in the words of omani
0: jones there you go guys that's gonna do it for us today if you enjoyed the content give us a follow at phnx underscore sun devils except on threads where you can follow us at phnx underscore sun devils
1: underscore don't follow sean what? On, on threads yeah yeah. Somebody took PHNX underscore Sun Devils? It's just not there. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's why it. I signed up because I hate that damn app, but I was going to be damned if I lost my username. I should have signed up and just called
0: myself Sean underscore to pause. That would have been awesome. Or Eric to pause. Maybe I can still do that. Actually. <laughs> you probably could. Guys, you can follow me. I saw at Anthony underscore Totri. You could follow Sean over here at Sean underscore to pause. Hayden as always. And we will be back Wednesday at 2 p.m. for oh, a hump day special.
1: You will. I will. You might. You're going to be here. Oh, yeah, I'll be somewhere around. Yeah. Shane always gives me dirty looks when I come in here. And I'm, I'm not on the show, though, so I get scared. Are you still upset that you were traded? Yeah, I'm just kidding. I don't actually get scared. Can't Yogi. scare me. Boo. I'm a bad bitch. You can't kill me. There we go. Guys, we'll see you Wednesday,
0: but for now. Peace.